What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Hope you're happy, doing well, dominating life, crushing it, taking ass, taking ass, kicking ass, taking names. It has been a year since War by Night came out, and I wanted to see if it holds up, well, a year later. And to be clear, I'll be looking at the original black and white version, and not the in color version, which was that even needed. I guess Marvel just needed some content to put out for Halloween. And yeah, this won't be a normal review, so no positives, neutral, negatives. It's just more of a check-in. And also, for the occasion, I'll be doing this in black and white. Hmm. Actually, never mind. This could get really annoying for some people. So, does Werewolf by Night hold up a year later? And honestly, yeah, it does. It does hold up a year later. It's still one of the better Marvel projects we've gotten over the past couple of years. Though now I'm starting to see some people being all, eh, it's, it's overrated, meh, 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 and I am pretty sure those are the same people who want Marvel to do something different, and then when Marvel do something different, they're like, ew, what are you doing? No, don't do that. You know, kind of like a five-year-old where they're like, where they're like, I want that, I want that, I want that. Of course, when they get it, they're like, I don't want that. What do you mean, I don't want that? What are you talking about? Just fans. This gave me, well, obviously, Universal slash 1940s monster movie vibes, which I was all for. And this is coming from a guy who is not a horror guy. I cannot handle horror. The first trailer for the first FNAF game kept me up all night when I first saw it. And to this very day, I cannot go into a Chuck E. Cheese or even be anywhere near animatronics without ready to take them down. Are, are Chuck E. Cheese still a thing? Or, I mean, do they still have the, the animatronics? Because back in my day, they had the unsinking animatronic. And, well, yeah, I can't go near one of those things because I will take it down. Werewolf by Night is basically if one of those 1940s Universal monster movies like, well, The Wolfman, duh, was made in modern day. I mean, they even had all the little... I guess effects kind of things you would get with that kind of film back in the 1940s with the uh, the grain kind of the little thin lines you would see on the screen the uh, the white circle you see sometimes when it pops up on screen I don't really know, know the names my film knowledge goes be, goes as far as sophomore year of high school because I quickly learned I was not meant to be a filmmaker yeah here I am dude doing YouTube how's that work and when I say that this did a good job of balancing being it both in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and being in the horror genre, I mean that with they had a fair amount of violent moments or moments that you don't typically get in a Marvel movie or Disney Plus show. Like we have arms getting chopped off, arrows getting shot through the jaw and out the mouth like that one guy, people getting toasty via man thing. Trying to think what else we got. We have like ears getting bitten off, throats getting slit, you know, getting axes in the heads. You know, we, we got some blood, but of course it wasn't black and white, so it didn't really cause a problem. We have freaking Marvel Spring Trap or a Marvel equivalent of a Finance of Freddy's animatronic with Ulysses Bloodstone being all controlled with that rolling thing and his coffin. And sorry I've mentioned FNAF a couple times, but I'm trying to see if the algorithm can get me some of the FNAF crowd for this video. The performances were great as well. Kudos to Laura Donnelly, Gail Garcia Bernal, Harriet Sampson Harris. They were the best of the presentation for me. And of course, you know, there's Swamp Man thing. I'm just a small Swamp Thing, Man Thing, or 
Ted. You know, he's still MCU best boy. And I really hope we do see more of Laura Donnelly and Garrett Garcia Bernal in the future on the MCU. Maybe more of these supernatural Midnight Sun. And when I'm saying Midnight Sun, I, I, I mean Midnight Sun spelt S-U-N projects. Maybe even they'll appear in whenever we get the Midnight Suns TV show movie. And Harry Simpson Harris was very eye-catching. Or she, like, she had my attention throughout all of her scenes, you know, from, from the beginning. And then she really had my attention at the end, where she's kind of becoming a little more unhinged. And she was a pretty good villain. I mentioned this a few times, but I do like the Marvel Special Presentation format. I think it works really well for when they want to try and set something up or build up something. And I hopefully, hopefully they will do more of these down the line. I think that is their plan. They want to try and convert some of these special or some of these shows into special presentations. I actually have a few ideas for some special presentations, so I might do a video about that down down the line. We'll see. And also during the intro, I was curious about how long this took to make and how long it cost to make. Hold on a sec. How long did it take to? Film Werewolf by Night. According to Google, it filmed for 12 days and wrapped in by late April. Interesting. Alright, now let's see how, how much it, made, it took to make Werewolf by Night. Did it take to make Werewolf by Night? Ba ba ba. Oh, um, must kind of mean. Uh, nothing here. Let's try Werewolf by Night budgets. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, here it is. See how long it took. Casting, design, filming. Can't seem to find how much it took or how much it cost to make. So if any of you happen to know that, let me know. So if it took 12 days to film and it was a nearly hour you know, special, special event movie, then I imagine it's cheaper than a Disney Plus show and definitely cheaper than a Marvel movie. I mean, let's think about it. So, it was all practical. Ted being the only thing that was CGI. No, like, special effects. Other than, like, a few minor blood splatters. Werewolf by Night was all practical. So, yeah, you have to, you have to think that this was relatively cheaper than the average Marvel movie or Disney Plus show, so you would think that Marvel would like that and want to do more of them. I mean, like I said, I, if I haven't, I, I think I've said this before, but I do think Marvel's special presentations are good for setting up new characters instead of giving them a six to eight episode Disney Plus series that, like most of them go, start off strong and then as they get to the end, fall flat on their face. But if they manage to introduce a character in a 
hour and some change or so special presentation and that can get them all ready to go for their next appearance in the MCU, whether it be in a team movie or any other projects. Just now, th- those are my kind of two cents on why we should be doing or why Marvel should be doing more special presentations. Anyways, make sure to check out my Batman voice actor and Joker voice actor videos where I sit down and I talk about who I think should voice Batman and Joker now that Kim Conroy's passed away and, uh, and also that Mark Hamill is retired from the Joker. And if you're listening to this on, via my podcast, make sure to follow me on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Also, please leave me a five-star rating and a good review where you can because that helps get my podcast out there more to, to listen to. If you're watching this on YouTube, well, make sure to do the usual stuff like comment and subscribe and i will see you or talk to you next time peace out